Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. Start off on the right foot or leg and draft the leggings pattern of your dreams based on your measurements. The class not only includes instructions on measuring and drafting a pattern to fit anyone in your life, but detailed videos on constructing leggings using any equipment. Go to SewHere.com leggings to learn more and get the class. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Well, we weren't too certain what the podcast topic should be today. And we are now? Yes. Oh, okay. So I've been working with some stretch lace and uh, got some in the shop. And when you came into the shop and saw the stretch lace, you were talking about, oh, hey, do you know how to piece this together? And we got interrupted. And then lace insertion. And then I, and then I actually have to um, piece some lace together. And I just did it the way I thought I should do it. And it looks fine, but I don't. You screwed it up, didn't you? <laughs> Highly impossible. Is that that rag you're wearing on your head? That yeah, piece of lace no, that you cute. screwed up? It's cute. Shut up. Okay. Okay. So, well, let me let me tell you what I did, and then you can tell me what I should have done. And you want me to be nice? Yeah. Okay. No, don't. Don't be nice because people, be honest. You know, people need to know how mean you are to me because we discussed this. <laughs> no, no, no. No, we discussed this the first podcast we record. Okay. Who's, I'm like, who sounds the meanest? No, I. Well, okay. People of the internet, I will tell you. Depending on what they watch, they decide that you're a monster. Or that I'm a monster. It's like okay. one or the other. But so if you if they wa- wait, hold on, let me just tell you because mom doesn't like read all these comments. I do. <laughs> so if they watch the jeans darning video, I'm just this like bitchy little teenager, and they're like, "Gosh, Mallory, you're so mean to your mom." Da da da. Okay. And then if they watch the how to laminate your own fabric video, you're just an idiot and you shouldn't even talk. Apparently. <laughs> like, <laughs> They're like, people have been like, Mallory, stop being so mean to your mom in, you know, in the jeans darning video. Because I said something like, well, mom told me I had to learn how to darn my own jeans. And I thought I was being funny. Right. And then in in the laminating fabric video, you say something like, okay, and then you, you put this on top in iron, right? And I'm like, oh no, you do it like this. And I thought we were being very civil to each other. And people are like, mom, just get out of the video. (laughs) Let the daughter do it on her own. (laughs) 
<laughs> so if you want to imagine our relationship, just imagine well, the relationship you have I with have, your mom. I have, okay. I, no, I have often thought if there was ever like crime in our family and anybody read our texting back and forth, not only you and me, but you know, between yeah, all your the sisters, girls. Yeah, right? Because yeah. there's, there's three girls all together and then me that... We would all go to jail <laughs> because okay. people would believe that stuff. Well, you know, I kind of promised when we started this podcast that we wouldn't do these um, long wind-up intros. <laughs> but anyway, okay, stretch lace. So what I did, okay. I got in these one-yard cuts of stretch lace, these assortments, you know. And a yard is a pretty good, I think, amount to do like some cute little headbands and maybe like something across a shirt or, you know, like neckline and stuff like that. But what I ended up doing was – the Diana Cardigan from Amy Berrickman's Magic Pattern book. And that cardigan has like this continuous curved hemline so that like the neckline and the hemline are all connected. Right. Um, so I wanted to line. So it goes up around the collar right. and down the hem and everything. So and it it's one up, piece. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it was like 126 mm-hmm. inches is what we sort of mm-hmm. guesstimated out with the tape measure. Well, that would be more than a yard. That's more than a yard. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. So. Um, I had this stretch lace and I, it was scalloped on both edges and I think it's about six inches wide. So I cut it up the middle. So each okay. yard gave me two yards two of stretch lace. Yeah. And then I applied it around the neckline and, um, how I joined the pieces was I just lined up the scallop. Okay. So they're overlapped and it's like right side on wrong side, you know, just complete, like you know, both right sides of the lace right. are up and they're just overlapped. And I just did kind of a tiny zigzag right. and trimmed on both sides. So there's a tiny raw edge on the outside of my lace, but I couldn't even find it. You know, I mean, there's just a tiny overlap. So so tell me what you would have done to join the lace together if it would have been different than that. I would have done that. Oh, <laughs> oh, happy I, I, day. It, oh, I'd give yeah. you Editor Schmetter, hey, Sam, can you put in some applause? You're like, <sighs> <sighs> okay. The, the only other thing I could say is if you didn't like that raw edge, what you could have done is folded it back and zigzagged on top of okay. a folded edge. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. you know, then you would have had to, you know. Clip, there'd go, be two things to clip at the same right, time. Right, right, yeah. right. Or clipped one. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, so all your, you know. There's no reason to. Put it right sides together and seam it, and then like flip it back and sew those. Probably down. That's just not. Too much You're probably going to add too much bulk and make it too stiff. Lace is supposed to be flowing and airy. Oh, and you know what? It looks really good if That's I do it? say so myself. Um, I thought. I think, you know, I was afraid it might look a little old lady. It's on this flowery watch knit. It. You know, watch yeah, it, for somebody. It. I made it for you. <laughs> And it doesn't, I think it looks really nice and there'll be some pictures. And then I made myself a little lace headband real quick. I'm not quite finished with it, but I think we'll put some instructions on the website for that because I have a cool way. I think I want to, I want to finish my lace headband. Um, But dealing with the stretch lace, I think people are a little afraid of it. Like that when they start sewing with it, it'll get like pushed down under their throat plate or something but, and like it could. that. It can, but I think right. what people also don't realize is you, you have ready-made holes in the stretch lace. Like, right. it, you know, there's nothing in the it's way of a really needle. It's not really piercing anything. Yeah. That's why you're, rarely are you going to use a straight stitch. Yeah, okay. Generally, yeah, you're going to go. use like a, 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 a small width zigzag. And I used right. a small width and a longer length than the zigzags factory settings. 
Right. So I, I, I would assume you're right. I would say the the length of the stitch probably needs to be like 2.5 to that's 3. Exa- that's yeah. Okay, I think I did 2.5, yeah. and the factory recommended setting is more like a 1.5. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's almost closer, closer to a satiny yeah, satin yeah. stitch. You yes, know, and, it, it's, uh, and the width was the width was like 2 maybe, and I brought it down to like 1.5. That's or what it, that's probably what I we'll, we'll would have said. We'll I mean, put exact measurements I, Well, I would have said... As a general rule, I would start out with a 1.5 width and a 2.5 length. Now, again, you know, the only the only person that, uh, you know, that sews the lace that it is sorry, you know, or doesn't like it is the one that didn't try it out first, right? Right. You, you yeah, know, test it out. Test yeah. it out, right. Well, and there, this... There's two kinds of people, yeah. you know, <laughs> the successful one who tested it and then the one that wishes they tested it. You know, and I, I tested it without any, like, water-soluble stabilizer right. behind it, and I don't think I needed it. I well, think even the beginning again, seamstress. Stable, stabilize, again, that's another thing. It's a test. Yeah. Do you need stabilizer or don't you? And it's going to depend. It's going to depend on your lace, how it's made, how it's woven. Um, it may depend on your. It may depend on your machine and the quality of your feed dog. Well, I also think that change your needle. Just if well, you're right. about to sew on this delicate stuff. And what I would like is needle. like, you know, the really sharp needles, like, like a Microtex, like a Microtex or a sharp. Uh, 70 denim you know anything that i know is really really sharp really micro check sounds really good yeah or even and, and like the small size needle yeah yes. so small micro and then as far as thread um do you want me to tell you what i use and then you can tell me if i'm wrong or not okay you, okay. Can, you probably can't be wrong i well that's probably true but i used well denim. you could be wrong yeah I if could. it was like 50 cents a spool yeah exactly. like you no. know at our big it was, department it was know. high quality thread right and i used a it's like a nude lace so i used a nude um embroidery thread in the okay. top and so it was polyester yeah it and was, it was shiny uh-huh uh-huh and, and my lace had shiny and your stuff lace in it. had some shiny and you so, couldn't see so it so that is exactly yeah. what i was gonna say you probably want to match you know color and sheen hey y'all Darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music and one of the big things is a strong sense of place that's why i love my home state of south carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer from the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast it's got it all not to mention two of my personal favorites great golf and amazing food come see why i love this place visit discoversouthcarolina.com Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. So if you have a very Amen. flat lace and you put in a shiny, shiny poly or a shiny, shiny rayon, you're going to be sorry because you're going to see it. I think people don't realize how much you could get to really like almost butcher lace. Not even, you know, not even like stretch lace, but any lace. When, yeah. Right. When people are putting it on wedding dresses or something, it's like right. they put it up on the dress and they cut around the motifs and then right. stitch them on. Right. You know, I mean, you really, you really do get to do that. Um when I applied the lace around the neckline, mm-hmm. I did pin it. And, and this la- is an add-on lace, so it's like um, 
hanging off the edge. That's right. Okay. So I didn't finish off my cardigan. Just pretend like okay. I had no hem, no nothing mm-hmm. on my cardigan. And I just laid the wrong side of the cardigan down to the right side of the lace. The lace is hanging off the edge, just as though I was going to be wearing it. Okay? Uh And I did a tiny zigzag right on top of those two layers. Mm -hmm. And then I trimmed away the lace because I'd say there's like maybe an inch of scallop hanging out. And then there was still two inches left behind, you know, like under the jacket. And so I trimmed it closer in there. So why didn't you serge it? Well, I didn't serge it. And because I know there's a lace applicator foot and I hadn't used it before. And tell me how you would have served it. Because I thought about that after I started on the sewing machine. I was like, oh, I should have just I don't know that this. I would have even used the lace applicator foot. I would have put the knit side down and the lace up. And Would it have flipped out on me, though? You okay. know what I'm talking about? So which way does the seam flip? On the serger, the Do right you side of the the top, the top, the top side. of the serger stitch, the, the upper the, looper the, side, the, the upper looper will flip back. Right, will flip back. Right, and you think it would have laid nicely? I was but worried it again, would lay nice, but you could I have didn't tested test. it. I didn't get to you test. You could have tested it. Test. But what you said, I mean, not everybody has a serger. It's right. just that I'm a go-to serger kind of gal. Well, I want to talk about the. Do you, do you have anything else to add about the serger? Well, no, but you know, any, I mean. You didn't have to have the serger, and the sewing machine was right. And tell me again, when you said you applied right side to right side and stitched no, 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 it no, together. No. It was um, right side of the lace is like laying on your cutting table, okay. Okay, a face up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, So you see the right side, and then I just laid the jacket over it just like I wanted it and pinned it, okay. and then just stitched it right on. Okay. And so I want to talk about this. This is a feature of a sewing machine. This doesn't really, you know, I don't know what the title of this podcast will be. But the left-right shift feature or the needle position feature Mm -hmm. on a sewing machine. And we know from personal experience that Bernina has this needle position feature they talk about. So every stitch is movable. Just about every stitch is movable within the stitch area. And Baby Lock has it on uh, some of their machines, Mm -hmm. like midline to higher end. And I love this feature that you can move the stitch within the stitch area. And what I could do with that was my zigzag. And once again, narrow, longer zigzag. I moved it all the way to the right. Okay? Mm -hmm. So it was all the way to the right side of the foot. So I could line up the edge of my jacket the edge of my cardigan fabric right with that little groove that's right on the edge right. of the stitch area you picked a landmark yeah I picked a landmark and I had I pinned the lace and you know what I did I picked a landmark on the lace there was right. like the swirl in the right. pattern right and so that's where I you know chose right. to line it up at, at, you know each and every time but what that did was when we talk about like lace getting sucked up into your feed dogs since my stitch got to move all the way over to the right uh-huh. My needle was supported every time on okay. that, you know, mm-hmm. right bite of the zigzag. Right. It was supported on all on right. uh, three sides of the needle. Right. So I really like that feature. People don't realize why that's important. Because right. on every machine just about, you can move the straight stitch within the stitch area. Right. But not like the zigzag or... And another stitch that you might use to apply lace with is going to be an applique stitch. Uh-huh. Where it looks, you know, it looks straight and then one stitch over There's and a back. bite. Right. It's a okay. bite. It's just taking the bite out. And again, that usually you can move within the feet. Within dog the, area yeah, like within that. the stitch. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then if you can't move your stitch, 
it's okay, you know, but I, I really did like that. I think another foot you could use when you're applying something like this is that edge joining foot, which absolutely whole other podcast. Oh, no, Next no. podcast. Absolutely. Mom. I mean, I mean, you know, I would, there used to be a few, um, most, a lot of feet come with machines now. Didn't It wasn't always that way. You know, uh, you got a few functional feet, but you never got, um, what I would call the trick feet or the fun feet. And there was a point in time where, I was like the Gestapo of feet, and you always left the shop when you bought a sewing machine. You always left with that edge stitch foot, and you always left with an open-toed applique foot. I mean, because there were so many things you could do with it. Well, and so I that, will, that is another podcast. I will just yes, it is. It's the so next one. So we should call it Gestapo. I don't know if like Gestapo. <laughs> so like you like mandated people. Must I buy. did. I guess that yeah. Okay. I did. All right. All right. I did. I was like the foot Nazi. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um. Except more feet for you, not no feet. No right. Super, right. No right. feet for we you. We didn't experiment on them or anything. <laughs> yeah. So um, the the other foot that I like for people to leave with in Baby Lockland is the narrow zipper foot. Oh, absolutely. I want to mention that. Like the old-fashioned zipper right, the foot. Old that is what I call it. The foot. one that yep. moves back and forth. Yeah. Right. And it's only on one side or of not, the needle. Not the Well, not only the one that moves back and forth, but there's one that's like just real narrow and stationary. Yes. And you move your needle. Uh-huh. But I like the one that moves back and forth, too. Right, right. So, uh, stretch lace, I guess, to, to conclude, let's... Um... Well, I think we need to clarify something that you haven't said. Okay. You've been talking about stretch lace... In a certain width that you use this You're trim. totally right. Stretch, lace, trim. Yeah. Right. You're talking yep. about trim because there is stretch lace. You got it. No, you That is that. yardage. Yep. So I just wanted to make sure we haven't, we haven't addressed, you know, yardage, so to speak. And this, uh, the in the show notes, we'll, you know, be linking to some photos and stuff like that. But you're totally right, um, stitching with it. But even addressing stretch lace yardage, I made another cardigan out of stretch lace last year. Mm-hmm. And I expected to have more trouble. It was just, yeah. it was no more trouble than any other knit and actually a little easier than some knits. Right. Be not afraid. I, I think there, there can be, you know, all rules aren't always 100% tru- sure. true. But if you see something in retail and there's a lot of stretch lace tops and stretch lace insertion on knit tops and things like that, if you can see a lot of that in retail, and it's at a very reasonable pl- price, it's probably not real hard to do. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay? <laughs> you can probably do it. No, actually, it's true. Now, if you walk in someplace, you know, and you're looking at an Armani suit, and it's it's you know, built right. a certain way, and it costs a couple thousand dollars, it might not be as easy to go home and whip up. Okay, so, you know, we talk about, oh, learning to sew with the new fabrics. Well, those right. new fabrics were probably created for people to manufacture garments faster, you know? So, yeah, you're right. I never had thought about it like that. Right. That's a good, that's a good point. That's a, so if you're seeing gobs of it in retail, it's probably not that difficult to do. There might be a little trick you haven't learned yet or a little hint that you might need. And, and you know, it might feel scary, but I'll bet you it's not that hard. Well, and, you know, we'll always say if you can, get yourself a serger, you know. Well, that's true. I mean, there are there are stitches that you are going to see on the ready-made market that, no home sewing machine will do, okay? Right. There are certain stitches. 
And that's okay because, you know, that one machine that made that stitch only does that stitch and it costs tens of thousands of dollars. But they also made tens of thousands of garments using that. Um, So, but there's, there's almost always a way to mock it or, you know, do something similar and you can come up with that result or maybe even a better one. Yeah. All right. Well, obviously we've got a couple more podcast ideas Um, so we'll end this one and go record those. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,